This podcast is brought to you by the Middle Baron Restaurant Clara. Frank, Gillian and staff would like to thank you for the continued support. Food served 12 to 8 weekdays and 12 to 6 on Sundays. We look forward to seeing you all back at the Middle Baron Restaurant very soon. Broadcasting live from the little town of Clara, County Offaly, it's What's the Story with Lloyd Bracken. Get in touch today through all our social channels and have your say. Oh, and thanks for listening. Now it's over to you, Lloyd. What's the story? Hi everyone, very welcome back. This is episode 10 of What's the Story with myself, Lloyd Bracken. Hope you're all in good form and had a good week. Thanks very much for all the comments on the Phyllis Price podcast. She was a great character and great to have her here in the studio. Don't forget you can check out all the older podcasts on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and also on YouTube as well. We don't have any guests here in studio this week, but we do have six guests joining us from the USA. And it's great. I'm going to have a chat with them all, asking them how they're getting on out there why they moved, and maybe would they move back in time. We're going to head on over straight away to New York City, to Barry Kelly. Uh, Let's see if we can get Barry on the line. Barry Kelly, what's the story? Well, late. how's it going? Very well, Barry. Tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and and where in Clara that you grew up. Um, Well, my name is Barry Kelly. I grew up in Riverview. In Clara, good old Clara, went to the by school or school here on. I left or school here on early because uh, I didn't really like school and started working in O'Reilly's Bakery. I think it was about fifteen or sixteen, making fifteen pound a week as a, a baker, confectioner's uh, apprentice. And um, O'Reilly's, yeah. What was that Jesus, like, Barry? That was good, old, good old crack. It's up early in the morning for that one. Um, not at the beginning, but towards the end, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I loved it, Light, and, and it's an awful pity that it, it left, it finished up in Clara because it was it was a great, was one another great store to have in the town, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and, and of course everything was big fresh. Yeah. I remember years ago going with me out by, um, we'd be up going, going by around six o'clock in the morning, and even when I was kidding, the smell of the bakery, and then, you know, you're working in there, I got to work there then, and it was great old cracks, you had Kenneth Cushion and Michael Gavin and, and poor old Mr. Raylor <laughs> the Merson and Chris O'Reilly, and I'm sure Jesus the crack was mighty crazy planning <laughs> and Bridget Lynham worked there as well and Yvonne Duffy I'm sure we had great old characters uh, at the moment now I'm living in East Elmhurst in, in New York uh, I moved here in August 96 August the 16th 1996 so I'm 24 years in America now yeah yeah. I came on a Friday the 16th and started working on Monday and she'll been working since thank God did, so. did you ever envisage where you'd be, you be there that long when you, when you left Clara? No, like after a couple of years, I, I thought I'd be home, you know. I kind of swore to myself I'd never be half my life in America, and sure, I'm gone by that now. Was it a tough decision uh, at the time, Barry, to go? Or um, I was in Canada in 94. Um, uh, my aunt and uncle Martin and Kathy Malai, Lord of Mercy, Uncle Martin, um, they sent me home the ticket after John McCormick, Lord of Mercy, and John passed away. So I went oh, John, yeah. uh, a month after he passed, two months after he passed away. So I left the bakery and... I, I loved Canada. I lo- absolutely loved it because, you know, you're from a small town. And I yeah. mean, the big thing for us was Dublin or, or Galway years yeah, ago growing course, up. But yeah. Canada I loved and, and got to see a lot of Canada. And when I came home then, I, I started Carol Meats and, and I was itching to go all, you know, for a while. And Kind of glad you're not on Carol Meats now, Barry. 
<laughs> with all that's going on. <laughs> well, Jesus, yeah. Well, listen, I, uh, thank God, thank God, it's, it's kind of uh, settled in New York because where we live, we, we were at the epicenter. We're literally yeah. three tenths of a mile away from uh, Elmhurst, and I mean, and going back then, I mean. Uh, how much we're after coming along and, and hopefully it'll stay that way and, and it won't start another round and sweep across country from, you know, east coast to west coast. But yeah, hopefully. I was going to ask you about that place. actually and how it was handled there and, and it's, it's obviously calming down where you are now. I, what I couldn't get over was um, I'd go to the Bronx to pick up the work van and I couldn't get over nobody wearing masks whereas we were in Elmhurst and East Elmhurst where hmm. we live. Everyone was wearing masks, you know, and, and gloves. And I mean, we kept the distance. You know, I couldn't get over going to Riverdale in the Bronx and the supermarket, no lines, no nothing, ample supplies of stuff. I mean, over there, you're queuing for a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour and a half when on, on, on some days. Like, because uh, we, we there was very little in the supermarkets. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing how everything was gone out of the shelves. I mean, meat and, and cheese and butter and milk. For, you couldn't get toilet paper, you couldn't get tissues, you couldn't get hand sanitizer, you couldn't get uh, the bounty rolls, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I went through so many pairs of socks when I were in that with toilet paper. <laughs> Barry, you mentioned picking up the work van there. What, what's your working life like there? Um, I do hardwood floors. I, I, I started two days after I came out, or I, well, three days in, in back in August 96. I absolutely love it. It's the same with the bakery. It's it's always the end result. It's the same with the floors, you know. Yeah. Like was ra- I was racing today to get home early and, and with the traffic and everything. <laughs> but um I, I love it light. I mean I, I've been I've been blessed to uh, you know, I've worked for two good companies, two brothers from me, O Balana. Brilliant. The Rutledges and then I, I'm working with a guy from Kildare now at the moment. So, right. so with him for the Irish community out there, Barry, even when, when you went out there first, are they still as helpful as they were? They are, but like it's amazing how much all the Irish bars I used to live on Broadway when I um Jerry Dunn from from, Mar- from the Green, Lord of Mercy and Jimmy, Jimmy and, and Maureen's son, um, I, I hung in with him. Yeah. Uh, when they came out, because Maureen had said it to me in Siobhan, uh, and where he worked uh, and where I lived was on, on Broadway in, in Yonkers and in the Bronx, because we're very close to the Bronx-Yonker border. Mm. Um, there was a lot of Irish bars along there, uh, Sam Maguire's, um, you got the South Bend, but all these bars now, you know, they're all closed, or they're Spanish bars. It's amazing how all the Irish moved out and, and another... Another group of immigrants moved in. But I mean, you, you still have, every, the only thing you can't get over here, I, I always say, the only thing you can't get is you can't get eggs and you can't get milk. You can get cheese, you can get cereal, everything under the sun. Wouldn't be great but, for but a baker, Barry, would it? Be off like, oh. <laughs> All right, oh, no, 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 no. But listen to me, I ha- <laughs> only for the bakery, that's what got me my green card. Right. Uh, because I, uh, it was a skilled profession, exactly. Sorry, uh, the lady was uh, helping me with, with when I was going for the green card. She said to me, "American people wouldn't know how to make Irish brown bread and apple yeah. And I have to say, it was when I went for the green card, I was grilled on it. They asked me, and oh, I mean, yeah. you know, so thank God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fortunate enough to get it in 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 ninety seven. And then get the citizenship in, in October. You know, a nice bit of comfort when you get that, and you're obviously you're you're yeah. very much heart is in Clara. There's no place like home, no matter where you are in the world. Getting there is fantastic. Of course, when you're leaving and saying goodbye to everybody, I mean, you don't know yeah. what's going to happen to you or to any of your family. So, I mean, yeah. the goodbyes, when you're heading back overseas, it's, it's you know, it's always the hardest. But, I mean, I love getting home. My father picks me up at the airport. Ben Kennedy usually comes with him, my, my nephew. And I always get him to drive through the town because I want to see somebody. And he'd be like, your mother, your mother has the breakfast ready for you. But I said, Adam, please, just drive through the town. So he'd drive up through the town and then turn down Orange Road just really? to see. I was so excited to see the town. I know, but, yeah. But again, you know, it's it's home is home. It's always where the heart is. Is there still the weekly call home, Barry? 
it's a, it's a bit, listen, years ago, you'd write home, uh, you'd write to people, Pam Maher and, and Paddy Flynn, I'd always write to her, but and then you'd have to buy a call card. Right. And a $5 call card would get you about six or seven hours, but you'd forget to buy one then. You, you'd, sometimes you want to call, because Sundays are always a hard day, um, I've, I've always noticed, and I've heard a lot of people saying that. Uh, a lot of people miss home on a Sunday, but yeah. nowadays, thank God, with Viber and with WhatsApp, and you know, it's great to see everybody, whereas years ago, call and there'd be nobody there and uh, nowadays you know it's a matter of seconds you can get a reply back from home instead of you know years ago Barry you, you mentioned know. living on Broadway that would have been uh, very comfortable for a guy like you who was big into musicals and, and Clara tops of the town oh, no 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 it's not the lights on Broadway it's not like that sonny boy no Broadway up in Young Jesus right. no <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, not, no, it was oh actually on the Yonkers and, and Bronx border and, and, and Jerry Dunn, I only lived like about five minutes from where Jerry worked. Uh, um, that was grand, sure, all the Irish boys go there, yeah. To the Any opportunities there. out there to tread the boards, Barry, no? Apart from the, the apart from the hardwood not, floors, no? Not, nothing at all, no, no. <laughs> I miss those days though, but sure, look. Yeah, tops of the we town, Barry, 96 was some crack, wasn't it? Oh, it was savage light. I still have the videotapes uh, recorded um, from, from that final when we were all down there. And, and the night before, we were all in the in our apartment, um, Brian and Leslie. And I think, I think no, it wasn't Leslie. Myself, Brian and Pam Matter, I think. There was four, three or four of us that shared a room. He would have cracked. <laughs> all Orchard was savage. And, and then trying to do the deal with James Ennis to go to the cash and carry to get us all the, the cans. And then the cans, trying to sneak them onto the bus because Tony would be like the security man keeping the nine us all what goes in. And sure then the cans would be boiling because it takes about five hours to go on the bus back then to, to, to Cork and we'd be stopping and sure they hated the drink, Lord Christ. Trying to cool it down then in the bathtub with water first and then thrown into an old little fridge. But... I sure like they were savage days, but I have to say I have some fantastic footage on videos with this messing going down in the buses and all that stuff. And I, I and I, I still swear to this day I, sh- I should, you know, get on DVDs or something just to... You should. Barry, Clara in Ireland, I suppose, a very different place now uh, since you left. Did you ever think of moving back? It's changed, like, but it's amazing, um, like, going back into Quebecan Road and uh, making that left of the Jeep hitch there in Quebecan and heading in the road and, and going back in time, like remembering it's, 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 you're thinking of, of years ago, but you know, life, life changes, life, you know, everything moves on and yeah. I'd love to go home, but you know, I have a woman now and, and we, she even said it like if we could somewhere down along the line stay between both countries, cause she's not from the States, she's from another country, but yeah. you know, uh, um, tip back and forth if we could do it and, and afford it, but sure look, you yeah. know, thank God we're alive, we're all alive and that and yeah. And, and I have to say like that we're blessed. I, I listened to your dad there the other day and, and the podcast and the heard your man, <laughs> You know, we're lucky laid like, out to, to touch wood that we still have both yeah. our, our, our parents and, and, and no, yeah. you know, and, and long may it last. But uh, like, home is home, you know, and it's it's always nice to get home. But it's it's after a few weeks getting back, you, you kind of settle back into your routine over here. But course, I mean, yeah. I'd love to be I'd love to go home someday. You know, it's nice to see your man, Dan, and your yeah. brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, you know, nearly every day if you could or every... Rafina Rex would be the light. you will have to start tops of the town again. Oh, <laughs> I see you're a huge fan of Trump. Oh. <laughs> a bit of silence we'll there, Barry. We, we, we. <laughs> what do you make of the Donald? I say... I, I, uh, uh, or what can you say? Uh, people, uh, people, hopefully you, say? hopefully you won't be listening. Well, you never know. Uh, you never know with with, with with Secret Service, whatever goes along with, with, with and mentioning the name. You just you just don't know. But I mean, you see why I post on Facebook. I mean, it, it, it's it's not not too bad. But I mean, 
ah, look, just get out and vote. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Barry, last couple of questions. Like, uh, when you think of Clara and Homer, what comes to your mind? Apart, um, from, apart from your family, what comes to your mind? Just everything, like uh, Ray Review, with, with everyone playing football and rounders years ago and just that little green patch in, in front of the houses. And so then we were all going down and playing soccer, playing kick horse again, Ray Review and Marion Square again, you know, the green and... and I have to say one thing about Clara Light. We were blessed the way we had a swimming pool in our town. I mean, £32 years ago was a lot of money for a family ticket. I mean, we had hours used up in a week, but you get a great length over there. I think everybody said family family ticket at one stage, didn't it? Family ticket and just walked in. I mean, we're lucky. We had the school by... The soccer uh, in 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 the the green there years of the school by soccer. That's right, Frank had, uh, Frank Ferry. I mean Frank Ferry, yeah. I mean we had everything. We had the pool. League. We had the pond there. The Greenfield League, exactly. We had the pond to, to go swimming. We all hung around. Uh, we all went on walks together and and cycled everywhere and anywhere, you know. And it, it was simpler days back then, you know. Um, growing up in Clara was was for, it was I have to say it was excellent. I mean we had everything, but we had not in that kind of way, yeah. we, you know. We, we, I'll never forget years ago going down to Kenny's and now that Kenny's is closed but yeah. going down and we all trying to make 99 pence to buy one of those plastic balls that when you kicked it <laughs> and if it was anywhere windy you spent more time running after the ball than you played with it you know it was great growing up in Clara I have to say and great neighbours and, and, and it's a great town too you know I always get a bit weird going into the bar I'd always say to Enda and Kennedy and my sister and my brother I'd say go on in there ahead of me you know and yeah. because you just don't know but when you go into the they're like ah Jason's very welcome oh, and all this you know but <laughs> Like I said, I have to see the town when I come home. I, that's why I always say to my father, will you go up and she says, cheers, your mother will have the breakfast. Because I always get an Irish breakfast. Well, we call them an Irish breakfast over here. Right. But my mother does a savage breakfast. Lovely. And we're all, everyone comes up. you have to give me a shout and, the next and, time you're home. I'll, be, I'll reach up there. Or, or that'll be it. She'll be like, you're not it. You're not getting nothing else now. You're going to go there, wife. Barry, would you like to say hello to anybody at home that might be listening? Um, Jess, that sounds like the late, late show years ago. Yes, your people in the audience, hello to Mammy, hello to Daddy and my sisters. Well, here's your, um, well, up, here's your late, late to, moment. Well, hello to everybody in Clara. I have to say congratulations to, to Lloyd. They're doing a fantastic job. This is nice for people away from home because, I mean, I'm sure we all do miss it. Hello to my mother and father, Liam and Patsy Kelly, to Brian, Maria, Jane and Anna, Denise and the Luke and Ben. Happy 50th birthday, Andy Kennedy, and their new dog, Benji, and sure anyone that knows me. Thanks very much for taking the time to chat me this evening and rushing home from no work. No problem, Light. No bother, Hurst. It was great, great chatting to you and, and thanks thanks for doing this and, and for all all over here. And I just want to say one thing. Burn Island, burn rubber, burn diesel, it's cheaper. <laughs> well, on that note, Barry Kelly, thanks a million. Appreciate it. No, no bother, Light. God bless you. Thanks very much. I'm not going to give you a question. You are fake news. Go ahead. I was 18 years old when I went down to Dublin with a fistful of money and a cartload of dreams. Barry Kelly from Rare Review wasn't giving too much away about Donald Trump. Uh, we head on over now to Chicago and we chat to Sinead Dunn-Newman and we believe she might have a couple of little people there with her as well. Sinead Dunn-Newman, what's the story? Well, Lloyd, how are you? I'm very good. You're in Chicago, Sinead. What, what part? We live in Lake Bluff. We're about 40 minutes outside of the city, I'm about a mile from Lake Michigan. Okay, so is it really the cold, windy city, as they say? Oh, it is, and this year really was. We had the, the polar um, vortex right. for about, I'd say, four days. So that was that was now pretty tough, I have to say. We had to close even the door, not even the, 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 key, the key latches on the doors. We had to tape up at one stage. Jeez. So it was pretty bad. Yeah, we had the curtains on the windows and we had to put some blinds on it. And 
stop the cold actually physically coming in. It was that that bad. It was, no, I have to say, it was. And, and Peter trained the dog not to do any business in the yard. <laughs> so he had to walk him every time he go do something. Sorry you think fun. Peter ever did. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was very funny. Now, that's, uh, but we done it. We got through it. So that was one of the one of the bad years. But snow-wise, this year, we done okay. Right. It okay. wasn't too bad at all. Like, Sinead, you're different to most people emigrating, I suppose, and that you're, you were settled in Ireland, uh, yourself, Peter, Katie, May and Luke, and the house and all that. So, like, up roots and headed to the States. Why was that? Peter works with Abbott with ADD, and we kind of knew it would be in the cards for the next level for him. So it was kind of either go to the States or go to Germany. Right. So Germany wasn't really an option, now. I have to say. <laughs> so it was like, right, can we... We'll take the States. Yeah. So Chicago tends to be kind of like the mothership for a lot of the, the Abbott. So that's why we came out here. Um, now we came out on a three-year contract 11 years ago. Right. So geez, that was a very temporary, permanent contract, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah, three years. Now, in fairness, you, I was warned. It might, you know, it might be four. It might be five. If we really want to go home, we'll find a way home type thing. Yeah. So. And you coming out, it wasn't set on three. Yeah. And did you find yourself looking at the calendar then to the three years, or were you happy enough then after the three years to stay put? Do you know, the first year, year, the first year or two was tough. I have to say now, Peter got sick that time, and the kids were small, mm. so I didn't really have family around me. You know, we met some very good friends. I have to say, a, a huge amount of Irish. Well, not a huge amount, I presume, like from Peter's plant in Longford, five other couples came after us. Yeah, yeah. So it, that kind of helped. But um, yeah, the first two years were small. I I went home a lot. Talking about your family, what was the reaction at first when you told them you were you were moving? Oh, they were devastated. My parents were were, were bad. Now I have to say, mm. um, some of the new ones were bad as well. Now, yeah, it was. And I, I we did kind of warn them on and off. But even I was kind of shocked when we eventually done it. Yeah. Because we came out in January. They brought us out for a house hunt, um, hunting trip. Yeah. So you come out, find your house or the house that you'd like. Like, which is hard done by around here because re- renting around where we are now it's it's tough Yeah. so I, I actually left with no house right. after a week so Peter was here Peter was kind of here for six months before I moved Yeah. so he we actually ended up getting one of the houses we did see eventually right. and then they come and, and set it up for you and stuff like that so when I actually arrived and I, we were very lucky with two kids like we had the house, the cars were there, our our, our Wi-Fi was on, everything. Yeah, brilliant. It was, you know, I have to, it was, it was very good. But a lot different my parents, single people moving over for the first time. It is, we had a huge, yeah, our, you know, experience was very different. But that wasn't your first time to move in the States, or wasn't it? I did, I done a JO on 1999, I think, or 2000. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you get your social with the J1 and all that, and you keep that. So when I came out when we were going through all this again, they found me on the system somewhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, good job you went home I didn't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. I was like, oh, all right. Did it take you long to settle in with schools and the, and the community out there? We came on July 2nd. So we started school on the, I think it's the same thing, the third week in August. Now we picked a, um, a Catholic school for the simple reason is out here, there no religion are, are in school. So you have to make a conscious thing for Sunday schools and things like that. Right. And we knew we wouldn't be as committed as what we should. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we picked the Catholic school. Irish priest could be listening now, Sinead. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We try, we try. <laughs> um, not very hard, but we try. So we picked the Catholic school for the kids. So she started in um, called Pre-K. You have to be five. I think it's the same in Ireland now, isn't it? Five by the first of yeah. September to yeah. start. Yeah. So she started in pre-K. 
And straight into it, 8, uh, 8.30 to 3.30. Right. Monday to Friday. And then Luke was in kind of a daycare up until he got to the age where he would be taken. You could find kids are very resilient to moving and all that, aren't they? So our age was quite good. You know, our age, you know, they kind of settled in. I know a, a lot have moved where the kids were in you know, sixth class or first year or second, and it's tough on them for a while. Yeah. The system can be very, you know, different. But I, I do find once they're in it, they will excel. But it, it, it takes, it, 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 with kids, it takes a while. Yeah. What advice you know, would you I give, Sinead, to anyone thinking of doing the same as you did? Oh, wow. Yeah, you, to do it. Yeah. It's definitely, I never thought I, I'd live outside of Clara. We have our, our, friend, our family there, our, all our friends, all my friends. Um I don't know about Peter. So. <laughs> I don't know. If there's, Peter if there's, have friends. Many. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. I don't know if there's many there. But we had, you know, and it, it was um, just to do it. Like, I remember someone actually said to me, you know, you know what's here. Go see what's there. And I was like, yeah, true. So, yeah, and we, I, we always knew that we could come home and if we wanted to. Yeah. I think Peter was on a different mindset. I think once Peter was leaving, he knew that we wouldn't. Yeah. Do you think he'd ever come, come home, Shane? Do you know, we had this talk the other day. He has it all planned out. It was quite funny. Retirement and where we're going to have... Retiring to Clara wasn't, wasn't on my agenda now, but anyway, <laughs> I don't think I'm much of a choice. Like you mentioned friends yeah. uh, from Clara, but a lot of your friends from Clara are living in, in America as well. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? How we kind of follow each other. It mm. is. Now, I don't... Obviously, now we don't get too far, but we, we've been to New York with the kids, without the kids a few times but it, it, I've often met people in, in Clara who are out here right. like I mean like so, you know of Karen and stuff like that we try and meet out here but we've more 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 of a chance of meeting at, at home for something right. you know I things like you, that you have the kids there with you Sinead I do they have their little reminiscence of Clara and what they, what they enjoy about it okay who are we going to talk to first then um, you can have Katie May first now okay. so, one second hi Katie May hello from Clara how are you Good, how are you? I'm very good. Katie May, you don't have your uh, strong Clara accent like your mammy. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so Katie May, was, did, uh, you settled in fairly quickly into school and all that, did you? Yeah, um, like straight away when we got here. I've been at the same school now for eight years, nine years. So tell us some of the things you, you missed about moving from Clara. I think just like everything really like the atmosphere of it i guess like that kind of like small town vibe <laughs> like everybody kind of knows each other yeah. kind of thing gossiping um, you mean to be gossiping everyone to be <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly you don't get that here well so i miss i miss the accents accents here are kind of ugly it's just a little bit <laughs> so if you could uh, um, if you could pick a couple of things from clara that you'd like to have right now what would they be my family over here Baggots. <laughs> Baggots ice cream. <laughs> um, and the chipper, definitely. The chipper. Stuart's chipper. So your brother is there as well, Luke? Yeah, he is. Hello. Can you hear me, Luke? Yeah. Good man, Luke. So what age are you, Luke? Age, um, about to turn 11. It's nearly 11. Very good. So do you like it? Do you like uh, your new home in Chicago, Luke? I do. What's the best part about it? Probably because there's some parts parts of it I get to get away from my family. <laughs> I normally go to the bedroom to get away from my family. Where, where do you go to, Luke? My bedroom. <laughs> As well. <laughs> do you play sports out there or anything, Luke? I last year I played American football for the first time. Very good. How did that go for you? I barely survived the training, but I ended up <laughs> doing it. Good man. And uh, what school like for you? What class are you in, Luke? I'm going into fifth grade. So if you had to, if you missed some things from Clara, what would they be, Luke? 
probably walking down to uh, the chipper with my granddad and getting a bunch of food like with the curry chips and bringing them back. <laughs> very good. Luke, thanks for talking to me. You can put your, your mammy back on. Great that stuff, very good. <laughs> <laughs> very good. So, Sinead, they're telling me things you miss from Clara. So, apart from your family, of course, what, what do you miss? Or what comes into your head first when you think of Clara? I miss, it. it's quite, you know, easy going. You know, the atmosphere, it's not, like, it's not rush. I love going home. I also love, I love driving into Clara. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, and, you know, like having, just having people around all the time who know you, who know, you know, like, you, you do, you do miss that at the start, I have to say. Yeah. You miss, you know, it, if something happens at 2am or 3am and you have to ring someone or call someone, yeah. you have someone there. You know, I have to say, now, I, I love going into Mammy's house. I love going into Anne Newman's in the green. Yeah. Is there anybody you'd like to say hello to who might be listening now? Oh, we're going to say a lot to all the Duns and the Green and the Redmonds, all the new mans, especially Anne, or the Moors. We forgot about the Moors, Orla's tree. <laughs> Liam's getting his communion soon, which we, were due to, which we were due to come home to. But obviously we can't. Okay. We're, we're stuck here for another while. So I'd say it could be... It could be next spring break, maybe, or next summer before we get back to Ireland, I'd imagine, with the way things are going. You'll have to send Luke up with the curry chips to me when he comes oh, home. He's upset. It's, it's quite funny with curry chips. <laughs> Sinead, thanks and very much spread. for having the chat with me today. Oh, Lloyd, thanks for asking really me. It was, it. it. was a pleasure, I have to great. say. And and it's, it's great to see, it's great to see stuff been, been done. And, and, and right. that thanks a million. Best Brilliant. wishes to yourself and Peter, Katie May and Luke. Oh, perfect. Thank you, Lloyd. Same to yours. After my little stop off from Chicago... It's time to meet a man who knows this tune very well. Let's see who it is. Adam Tracy, what's the story? Well, Light, how are you keeping? How are you? Good, Adam, thanks. Adam, whereabouts are you based in the States? Um, I'm in, uh, I'm down south towards Florida in South Carolina, Light, so just, uh, just above, between Georgia and North Carolina. Right, so you must be used to the storms over there, Adam, are you? We haven't been hit by any bad ones since we got here, but there was a few, few just before we we arrived here uh, five years ago that that ripped the place apart. But I mean, we've been lucky where we are. But obviously, Florida kind of gets hit a bit harder than anywhere else. Yeah. You said you were there five years, Adam. Why why the move yourself and your your girlfriend? Yeah, uh, Kate. Yeah. Um, originally, it was just boredom, and then there was nothing really going on back home, and I was just. I was just doing a little bit of uh, plastering here and there and, and DJing and it was nothing really solid and she didn't like what she was doing and came over for her sister's wedding, absolutely fell in love with the place and said, what, what else, what do we have to lose? We can always come back to, back to Clara if we need to. Yeah. But that was, that was five years ago and, we, and we, I think it was a great decision. It's a different world over here completely, especially I tried New York twice. But it wasn't for me. It's a different, different kettle of fish altogether. It's kind of a more easy, easy going way of life down here, you know. So, like, do you think a lot of people I've been talking on this uh, to have that solace that they can come back at any time? You know, do you think that's kind of that's, good, good to have? For me, it was one of the most important things to have. Like, um, I'm able to go home now, but obviously, I was lucky that me and Caitlin were together a while, a good while, and 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 got all that stuff sorted. But. Mm. For people up north, it's very, very tough. Like, obviously, you know, there's people up there 15, 20 years plus that can't even come home if anything goes wrong, God forbid. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, obviously now, kind of, they're on the same, everyone's on the same boat, but lose a family member or a friend or something like that, you can't go back and, yeah. and see them and, or anyone's sick, that kind of stuff. But it's, uh, that was very important to me to get that story. 
And sadly for you're, yourself, you're Adam, right. your your granny passed away not so long ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we were. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Uh, she was a lunatic. That's where we all got her. Uh, <laughs> Got her sense of humour and everything from and the, and the swearing. It was all from Nanny. But uh, I've no I've no bleep button here now in this. What? No, no, no. Don't worry. You'd be, be wore out if she was on it. Um, but uh, that was tough. Obviously, not being able to go back for that. But uh, in fairness, uh, Michael White and I think it was Alan Rex hooked up the live feed for me so I could watch it over here, which is fantastic. And I can't thank them enough for that. It definitely helps being able to see family members and that at it. But. Um, Caitlin's aunt actually Lisa Kane she died yesterday. Right, that's right. So and yeah, and then it's uh, so that's so Eileen, um, her mother is over here and she couldn't even go back even when she wasn't doing well the last couple of weeks obviously yeah. because she'd have to quarantine for two weeks and yeah, then yeah. by the time she did it or even if she wants to go home now she still can't go to the funeral living. So it's. Adam, is there a support um, network out there? Like, is there a good Irish community there where you are? Compared to New York or anything like that, uh, no, but. I would say one thing about it, it's, there's only about, there might be only 70 or 80 of us around here, but it's kind of a small town feel and everyone, we'd be probably a lot more connected than the ones up north, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's kind of more hustle bustle up north, where uh, very work oriented, where that comes first. But down here, it's like it, 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 we meet for football like twice a week and pints and uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's kind of a close click of people. And if, any, if you ever need anything, very kind of a home from home, people. Adam, is it sort of? Feel? It is, man. Especially the way, yeah. Especially the way of life. It's very, it's it's that friendly, down south, easy going kind of way of life. So I think that's why I kind of settled here a lot quicker than I did up in. Uh, New York, even even with more people I knew up there coming into it, because I knew nobody coming over here. So, I mean, I always even talked to Danny Price about it. He came down and he visited me here. He even looked at it, he looked around here when he was here with Kelly for a few nights, and he was he said, "Just this is this is a different way of living altogether," which yeah. it is. You know, it's yeah. like a little a little holiday all the time kind of thing. If you if you make it that way. What's your working life like there, Adam? Uh, I'm uh, working in working in an Irish pub here just down the road from the house we got yeah, called Shanaki. So I started there. I started in Molly Darcy's when I first moved over, and that was that was one of the scarier parts of moving over here. With obviously Caitlin had the sisters and the family over here, so she had work lined up. But with me coming over, especially you know, I mean, with no green card or anything like that, her work visa was. I was very afraid I wouldn't get anything sorted. But it ended up the day after I landed, I went into a pub called Molly Darcy's downtown. I met I met two Kerry men behind the bar. And, they said, what do you want to do? And I told him what I did for years. And I, but I said, I'd like to get into the bartending end of it. And he said, all right, give me five minutes there. And he came out and the owner, Tommy Snee, came out. And, and the manager was a Kerry girl as well. Tommy's from Mead and she was from Kerry. And walked out and said, oh, blah, 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 what's your story? And then he said, uh, you can come in training for training on Tuesday. Brilliant. So that was, I think I, was, I wasn't even there 14 hours. Uh, yeah, I got lucky. But as I said, it's... If I wasn't Irish or anything like that, it would have, might have been a diff, totally different story. So, you know what I mean? So I was lucky in that sense to have the community here. And then Caitlin ended up getting, took her two or three months to get work <laughs> after <laughs> she, she was promised she'd be straight into work. So I, I was, yeah, yeah, I Caitlin was is big into the work. Irish dancing out there, isn't she? That's right. She has her own school out here now. That's right. Um, she, she did real well back in... Uh, that's why she kind of first came to Ireland was to compete at a higher level over there. And then she won the the European Championship and the World Championships over there in Germany. So when she, and she was teaching there in, in Rossford Bridge there for a while. Mm. But she's over there now. She's over here now. Yeah, she has her own, uh, her own school and everything over here. I think she has like 70 students now. Fantastic. So yeah. that's Are you, are you any good well. at the Irish dancing, Adam? 
No, Jesus, I, <laughs> she showed me some videos and I'm plastered. That's not, not. Adam, has DJ Hoppy ever made an appearance over there in Shanakee? <laughs> he did, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. Um, not, not at Shanakee. I think if they listen to the kind of music I did, I'd be fired in Shanakee. What about uh, Pat Mustard? Has he made an appearance? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. They wouldn't get it over here. I probably would have dressed up as a motherwise. But um no, I can't uh I, no Actually I if anyone has seen the picture on Facebook of our uh, of all the people we're interviewing you'll get what I'm talking about but when I mentioned Pat Mustards. That was that was one of my favourite times of the year was to dress up as step and all that kind of stuff. But that was probably one of the best one I ever did. And probably the easiest I ever did was was that one. A video went viral recently of yourself with your sister surprising you with a visit. Tell us about that. Yeah. Shannon, that's right. Um was out uh, with the with the Irish boys, planned a big day out just for the Irish uh, Irish community over here and about about twenty of us met hop and hopped around Folly Beach over there, one of the one of my friends of mine there, uh, John Teven. He's from Mead as well. He owns an Irish pub over on the beach there. I think it was about 13 hours in at that stage. So really? when I seen her, even when she took the ma- even she took the beard off, I didn't know who it was. And it's the fact it was Christmas, and I was and I usually come home for Christmas. It was a huge deal for me, and I very rarely get emotional. But that was yeah. great. She she planned it fantastically, Brilliant. and I had no I had no clue clue at all. That, that was that was uh, that made my week. Brilliant. Are there times, Adam, that you get homesick now, or are you so used to being there now? Big sessions now. With, I, I mean, any bank holidays, stuff like that. Christmas, if I'm not there, is a huge one. But With Shane um, Lowry homecoming. I besides think they were, that, going to sell your liver to go home. Oh, with. that was the closest I've ever come to getting into a plane and leaving this country forever. And I didn't care if I'd ever get back. Me and I think me and me and Danny Casey were nearly like on trying to tell each other that uh, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Because the two of us, what we were looking at flights till four in the morning on the phone to each other saying, sure, if we go home tomorrow, we'll still get the Monday. If we go home tomorrow, we'll still get the Tuesday. And if we knew how big the, if we knew how big the Tuesday was going to be, we would have went. Yeah. But yeah. we were just thinking, ah, sure, after the Monday, it'll, it'll be, be calmed on. down and everyone will be back to work. And then we were like, oh God, yeah, we're for feck's sake, why the hell did we go over? But that was, uh, yeah, that was that was tough to watch, but uh, yeah. but something else just to to see. Yeah, Adam, being down Not south, really. um, has COVID nineteen affected the area much? Oh, it's brutal down here. I mean, more so than anywhere right now. Um, they're just not taking it very serious at all, man. And I, I, they were just rushing. They really just wanted uh, people being selfish, wanting stuff back open quick as possible. So I think we opened up the, they opened back up the bar in the first week of May. It spiked. Uh, it, it, it was spiked like crazy after that. And then you had Memorial Day, and then you had Fourth uh, of July, mm. and then all those big holidays and having the beaches open and everything like that. It was it was just nuts. Um, it, Two and a half thousand cases a day just in around wow. this area. Wow. Yeah, and that's out there new cases. So it was like eighty, eighty new, eighty new deaths a day. And I think Florida, Florida were like six thousand cases a day. Unbelievable. Which is, and it was just insane. Adam, last couple of things. Is there anything that when you maybe having a drink or that, or reminiscing about Clara that, that you miss? Apart from your family, of course. Is there anything that stands out mm. to you? It's a little different here, I, and I know has this. I I think even on a Saturday or Sunday night, especially, just you always end up somewhere if 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 everyone's in great form or even just been kept there late into a in a pub. That kind of stuff is doesn't exist over here. You know what I mean? The lock in or something like that. If there's a group of people there, or, uh, the owners there, like in whites or in baggots or something like that, and you have a couple of people hanging around and you have a few late ones and and the, and the banter keeps going on. But uh, stuff like that and the music scene. Yeah. It's, it's very, diff- very different here, and obviously, 
used to enjoy Joe and Nigel there in whites, but uh, and uh, the Chinese over there, you can't get a decent Chinese here. It's absolutely, it's absolutely killing me. And it's, yeah, I wonder would Ben Wu open a franchise down oh, in Florida? I, he, well, I tell you one thing. I actually had to when I went home the last time. I had to ask him for the spice bag mix because I couldn't get. It was taking me about four days to go over a hangover over here compared to a few hours at home. Yeah, so that's that's a big one. That and Supermax, maybe. <laughs> Adam, lastly, then, is there anyone you'd like to say hello to that might be listening? No, just all the family. I, I, you, obviously, I got to talk to them with the grandmother and and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'd like to just give my condolences to the Ken and Ken family and uh, with Lisa. And uh, hopefully, I can, if all this is passed, I can see uh, see everyone over at Christmas. Hopefully, if it all uh, dims down. And I'd like to say thanks to you as well. Uh, it's um, you're doing a great job, Lloyd, with this. It definitely helps. Thanks, Adam. Having one of these every week. Just uh, it makes ma- makes it a little bit easier being able to laugh and listen to people's stories from home. Brilliant. That's nice to hear. Adam Tracy, thanks very much for joining us from down south. Thank you, Lloyd. Florida. Absolutely. Thank you, bud. The little town of Clara. I'm longing. Great chat with Adam Tracy there. It just shows the importance of a good community around you when you need it most. Next up is another Clara girl. So, Kate Tierney, what's the story? Hey, Lloyd. How's it going? I'm very good. Kate, tell everyone what part of the States you're in. I live in Long Island, Southampton, New York, where all the rich people live. (laughs) Are you one of those rich people, Kate? I'm not one of them, but I'm still trying to make my first million, Lloyd. Very good. So, just, and for anyone who mightn't know, what part of Clara did you come from? Kilcorsey. Kilcorsey, Clara. And uh, did you you live there before, Kate, in in the States? We did, yeah. Me and John were both, we were both born in the States. We were born in Queens. Daddy was in America for 28 years. And I think Mummy was here for maybe 10 or more. And she had the two of us here. And then they moved back to Clara when I was seven. John was five. So we're both American citizens, yeah. So like, I mean, other people I've been talking to have emigrated to the States, but you've kind of done both, really. You've came back and then went back. How was that coming back first? Um, it was okay. I mean, John left first. John got a soccer scholarship. He was going to college in Dublin and then he got a soccer scholarship and he went to Virginia. So he went off. And then I think about two years later, then I decided I wanted to try it. And, you know, mommy was like, not a bit upset when I left. Or She was like, let her go, she said, because she'll never stay. I worked in Dublin for five years. I went home every weekend to Clara. I right. never missed a weekend. So yeah. when I left... She didn't care. When John left, she cried for weeks. <laughs> it's always yeah. the way with Mammy's boys, isn't it? Mammy's boys. <laughs> Mammy's sunshine, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, so you're there. How long are you there now, kid? 26 years. Wow. And do you, do you get to come yeah. home often? Or? Oh, I try to go home every year. Yeah, at least every year. Mammy comes over a lot to us as well. She normally, God, would be here at the moment with this. But with everything that's going on, she can't. But I try to get home every year. I think the longest I've not gone home is two two years. Yeah. So what what's but the COVID yeah. situation like in the Hamptons? It's terrible, Lloyd. It's really bad. I mean, at the moment, our hospital is clear. There's no cases in the hospital. But I'm an EMT volunteer. And right. there's, there's just, it's in the community. But I don't think it's bad enough cases that they're in the hospital. So fingers crossed. Yeah. It just sucks. It all just, you know, we can't go anywhere we can't go home or that's the only thing that worries me that god forbid something happened i know i know you know at home and then you can't get home that just kill me altogether yeah. you know but think talk, is there is there a good there's a good irish and good clara support there in the hamptons isn't there 
there is. There used to be a lot more. We used to have loads more. Like Elaine was here and Marguerite and John, Dorothy and Mel, Liz and Roger. But they're like, so we still have Nicola Newman and John are here. Hazel, of course. Oh, Hazel. Jesus, how can I forget Hazel? <laughs> Hazel. Yeah, I forgot poor Hazel. Yeah, so there's still a few of us left, but it's great. Yeah. At least, you know, it's, it's great to have have them here. So, with Nicola, you, has, has, has things changed much in the Hamptons, say, from, you know, 20 years ago when it was kind of a, seen as a party capital out there at Buckley's and all that? Is it kind of, yeah. is it a bit more mellow now? It's a little bit more mellow now, but now it's changed for the years because, well, obviously we've all grown up, so we're not partying yeah. the way we used to. <laughs> You're not in the boardy barn or anything anymore. No, no oh God, no. <laughs> Didn't even open this summer. But um, <laughs> no, it has a little bit. But now, now you have a lot of, a lot of city people have just all moved out here since this COVID all happened. Yeah. So it's it's busy. Yeah. It's busy with newcomers. You could say that, but it's kind of the same. I mean, it's the, the Hamptons is like, it's all the city. Usually in the summertime is our busiest time. And it's the city people coming out, getting their hair done, going to parties and all that. They're still coming out. But now they're staying. Right. What's working you know? life like there for you, Kate? I know you said you're volunteering for the EMT. Yeah. Well, I'm a hairdresser. I'm working in the same Salon. I've been there 25 years working oh, with them. Geez. And then, yeah, I love it. You know, they're like family now more than anything else. Yeah. And the EMT is a um, volunteer. I do that every week. I'm on call. And I love that. I always kind of wanted to do nursing. Okay. I never did. But So tell us a bit more me... about that. So you can get a call anytime, Kate, then, can you? Yeah, I'm Monday night's my call night. So I'm on call from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So you could be... Up and down 10 times or you could be up and out once, you know. Yeah. The kids think I'm like a superwoman when yeah, I get a brilliant, call. Brilliant. The pager goes off, the beeper goes off and, I, and <laughs> off I go with my green light in the car. <laughs> so tell us about your kids then. Do they like coming back home to, to Mammy's home? Oh, they love to go home to Nana's. They yeah. love to go to Clara. Yeah, I think they're getting a bit older now and their cousins over there are all a little bit older, but they still love to go home. Yeah. Do you ever There's think you'd come no back place. here full time, kid? You know, I used to lie. I really did. I, I always thought I did. As long as mommy's there, I'll always go home. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have, you know, my cousins and I still have great friends there. But I don't know. As long as my kids are here, I'll be here. Yeah. You know, I'll always, I'll always be where they are. Do you still keep so. a conscious eye on the Clara News now and then? I try to, yeah. I try to keep up with it. And <laughs> these podcasts are brilliant because it just, you feel like you're just sitting at home. It's the best. I love it. That's good. Yeah, we're trying to bring uh, some of you to the people of Clara rather than the other way around this week. So something a bit I different. I know, it's you know? lovely. Apart from your family, uh, like what memories do you have of Clara? What's, what's the first thing that comes into your head when you say, okay, I'm going to go home. What, what do you do first, you know? Go to the chipper. Everyone says that. <laughs> the chipper is, a, is, is the first stop when we get home. <laughs> But no, really? I just, I love, I, Lloyd, I just love to go home and just be home, just be at home, be with mammy and, yeah. you know, just the cousins and, you know, we're such a big family. It's just, if I never went outside the door and just spent time with everybody, it's great. Yeah. But it's great memories. We, we, you know, the kids today don't appreciate growing up the way we did. Like these, you know, kids today are cell phones and yeah. their faces are always stuck in phones. Like we didn't have any of that. Like if I wanted to. Uh, get in touch with Sinead Handy say I'd have to ride the bike up to the house to ask her does she want to hang out in the afternoon and then I'd have to ride home again <laughs> and know. then back up to her house to hang out in the afternoon you know yeah. what I mean yeah I know they don't they don't get that no it's kind of it's long gone that sort of that sort of life isn't it yeah and it's very sad it's really sad and it's only you know I mean technology is great don't get me wrong we're mm. able to I FaceTime mommy every day do you and I do yeah and I love it and so like it has great 
advantages and disadvantages. Because I like, remember years ago, I know when I even was there and Susan, there was like a weekly call maybe on a Saturday night and you might spend an oh, hour yeah. and everybody be trying to talk. But now it's just so easy now. You oh, know? yeah. We used to sit down and write letters. I like, who's, who, when is the last time anybody wrote That's a letter? Right. Barry Kelly was telling me that he used to write letters home to Pam and guys. <laughs> Yeah, I remember one time writing a letter to Sinead and some of the girls and I wrote one letter and I photocopied it. That's cheating now, Kate. That's cheating. They were disgusted. Like, don't photocopy a personal letter. <laughs> so what's the story there? Will Joe Biden be the next president? Oh, Lord God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The poor man, I mean, he gets such abuse and he's, you know, everyone says like he's starting with Alzheimer's. Like, do you really want somebody who's starting with Alzheimer's? <laughs> I just don't want that. Yeah. I said, if Kanye West runs for president, then I'm fucking moving home to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That might be too far away, kid. Ma- I'm telling you, well, then I'll be. Your ma will be delighted. I know, yeah. <laughs> would your would your ma ever move out there, do you think? Not at the moment. No, we've asked her. You know, she loves her house and she loves mm. her home. She loves Clara. So, and she's still, you know. She's still, thank God, able to travel back and forth. Yeah. I mean, maybe eventually she may come over and, you know, split time between me and John or... I don't know. I don't know. We've, we've asked her. We're working on her. Yeah. Do you live yeah. far far away from John over there? Yeah, John's in Virginia. He's about, uh, about a seven-hour drive. Oh, here. right. Right. Yeah, he was just here a couple of weeks ago, him and Adele and the boys. You wouldn't do that on the bike, Kate, would you? You would not do it on the bike, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> okay, is there anyone no. you'd like to say hi to anyone back here that'll be listening? Oh my God, everybody. Everybody. Everybody and anybody. I, oh God. I, I can't just pinpoint one person. We miss Elaine. Elaine's at home now and we really miss her a lot. So I know, Vinny, if you're listening, I love you and I miss you. But I miss everybody. Right. So right. hello to everybody in Clara. Okay, thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. No, absolutely, Lloyd. And thanks so much. It really brings a lot of joy to us over here listening to the stories from home. Take care and be safe in Clara, okay? Well, if there's one piece of music that suits any guest, it's my next guest. Trevor Kelly, what's the story? Well, Lloyd, how's it going? How are you doing? Not too bad, Trevor. Uh, we're ringing you from a wet and windy Ireland, but there's nothing new about that. No, not a thing, not a thing. <laughs> wet and windy here too, but or it's either too warm or too cold, you know yourself. <laughs> Trevor, tell everybody where you are in the States. Uh, I'm in a town called Austin, New York. It's about uh, an hour north of New York City. Uh, it's about 25 minutes north of Yonkers, where a lot of Clara and Offaly people live, and I'm sure most people have been there. Right, and when you left Clara, where did you leave from, Trevor? Uh, I left from Kilbride Road, and I went to Yonkers, New York, to a uh, house, 100 Hyatt Avenue, where I lived with uh, the late, great Joe MacDonald and Brendan Mourne. Right, very good. The boys good. looked after me great. Great, and nice to have the, the friendship when you get over there straight away, wasn't it? None, none better. Joe and Brendan looked after me like I was a, a little brother slash son. They took great care of me. Brilliant. Nice to hear that. Trevor, why why they move abroad then? Uh, I don't know. I mean, no one ever leaves home with the intention of not going back. I certainly didn't. Uh, I came out here March 20th, 2002, and I thought, I thought I'd be home for Christmas, you know? Yeah. I very nearly was home for Christmas, only I was offered a job behind the bar in a place called the Hibernian, uh, and actually started Christmas Day there, so... Right. It took the homesickness off me. That'd take the homesickness fairly quick, working on Christmas Day, wouldn't it? 
Oh Lord, yeah, it was unheard of, but you know, it was the way it was. Every bar is open Christmas Day, basically, you know. Yeah. And uh, did you did you take you long to settle in then, apart from finding work on Christmas Day? I mean, there was such a, a at the time. It's still good, but at the time it was there was so many Clara people here and Offaly people, and you know, we had a hurling team, we had two football teams. There was you, you could there's a bar called JP Clarks. I think they might have been in it. Yeah. You, you know, you go down there and you go down there right now. You'll meet someone from Clara or Offaly. So it wasn't too bad now, to be honest. And there was always people coming out as well. Like a lot of people go out there starting construction. Did, did you have a start like that, Trevor? I did for the first nine months. Uh, actually, another Offaly man, a road man, got me a job. Pat Levy I was only here a day or two, and he got me a job at Unpar Construction down in the city in, in Manhattan, and uh, worked away with them. Yeah. Very good. Like you said, you worked in a bar, but you had your own bar then, Trevor. Tell us about that. I had my own bar in Gramercy Park, there, Gramercy Ale House, for three or four years. It was a great time. I really enjoyed it. But I have a son now. He's three and a half. I was glad to get out of the bar and sell it when I did because. You're working long hours, you're putting in long hours, and, you know, basically, I, I, I rarely seen my, my wife or son, you know? Right, okay. Your little son there is called after your grandfather? He is, yeah. John John Christopher Kelly is his name, same Fantastic. as my grandfather's, yeah. Brilliant. So he's obviously born born and bred in the States, he won't know... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he won't know much That's about it. Chapel Hill or Kilbride, unless you'll probably tell no, him... Well, hope. Hopefully he will, you know, we'll try and get him back there. He's never been back yet, so yeah. with all that's going on now, but we'll definitely try and get him back. Hopefully next summer things settle down, you know. Yeah. Just going back to the bar work for a second, Trevor, you had some famous guests in Gramercy. Over the years I did, yeah. Some people, I recognised some of them and others I didn't, you know. <laughs> Who does he not recognise, Trevor? I can't remember his name now. Uh, I know, <laughs> Justin Bieber came in one night and uh, I mistakenly... Well, didn't know who he was I asked him for ID anyways he's very young looking but uh, he gave me the ID anyways and there was a few blushes then but uh, yeah he was very nice about it he laughed at it actually i seen that i seen uh, that on some of the papers back here Trevor oh I think it was on six or seven papers and I got a phone call as well from uh, RT Radio uh, wanting, wanting me to talk about it and I thought it was one of the boys messing so I just hung up the phone but uh, it actually so you, was RT Radio so you gave us the exclusive here in Raheen Oh, I did, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I would never hang up on you. <laughs> Trevor, is it all work and no play out there, or do you get time, I suppose now with the bar gone, you get time to socialise a bit more? Ah, you do now, you know, it's, uh, I mean, with the whole uh, COVID thing, I was off work for three or four months, March 15th, 16th, we closed down in the city, you know, yeah. right before St. Patrick's Day, uh, which was the biggest day of the year, um, we shut down, and I was home for three or four months then, I only went back to work then, uh, I work in an outside bar now, so it's not right. so bad. You know, the restrictions aren't as bad. Is that a new thing, but, uh, Trevor, an outside bar? Uh, no, I work in a place uh, in Tarrytown, Barley and the Hudson. It's right on the waterfront, so it's all outside seating. Right. It's on the river. And, you know, so that's great, but that's seasonal. That'll be in uh, October, November, that'll shut down, you know. Yeah. There's not too many Clara people where you are at the moment, Trevor, but that'd be the case. Oh, God, no. But say, uh, for the town I live in, I wouldn't say there's too many Irish people even, let alone Clara, you know. Right, right. Your your wife yeah. is American, Trevor, is she? Yeah, American-born, yeah. American-born, White Plains, New York. Do Americans get the Irish humour, Trevor? <laughs> Sometimes, it depends. <laughs> depends what kind of mood they're in. <laughs> Trevor, you're a big GAA fan. I know by your Facebook post, you're you're passionate about that. Tell us about that. Oh, I would be. Yeah, sure, I love Offaly and Clara. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's great, the old GAA. You know, it brings people together and I think it's great. For young people, it doesn't matter if it's GA actually or soccer or anything, rugby, 
it's great for young people to be involved in sports. You know, it keeps them on the on the right path. Yeah. Who's your favourite awfully hurler down through the years? Everyone would go with uh, Brian Wheeler, and I suppose I'd be a big fan of Michael Dagnan too. I think you know. He was a fantastic hurler, great footballer, and you know I think he's a great chairman for the county board. I think he'll bring awfully where they need to be in the next few years. Brilliant. Trevor, you have some family over there. Your uncle Robert is there, isn't he? Robert is there, yeah. He's down in Yonkers. He works in that bar, J.P. Tarks, I was telling you about there. Right. Uh, he works down there. He's been out here now for probably 10 years, yeah. maybe more, even 10, 12, 13 years. And back home, then your grandmother and all that is back here. Do you, do you talk yeah, much? Yeah, granny's doing well. I was chatting her yesterday there. Oh, She's yeah. in great old form. Will you ever move back, Trevor? Uh, I never say never, you know. I don't, but I don't. I wouldn't think so. My wife is American-born, and you know, the little boy is out here and in school and all that. It'd be a if I was to go, I'd want to go now. You know what I mean? It'd be a serious culture shock to bring him when he's older. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trevor, like, and plus, yeah, go on. he'd be straight back when he realizes his passport is blue and not purple. He'd right. be eighteen. He'd be going out the door. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think of uh, Clara now? Say so you're having a beer or that in in the bar. What do you think about Clara apart from family and that? I'd miss the GA to be honest with you. Mm. You know, I'd miss the GA going to the matches and on a nice uh, summer's evening or that. You know, well, of course, nobody at home can go now, but. Unfortunately, yeah. but uh, I'd miss that going to Croke Park. We grew up in great times at Offaly, footballers and hurlers. I remember, I think, Eamon O'Keefe telling me he played with Offaly Miners in Croke Park and that would have been maybe the seventh Sunday in a row he was in Croke Park. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, unheard of, like. They might come back again, Trevor, will they? I think so. they're going in the right direction anyways. So hopefully, you know, really? please God. Trevor, is there anyone you'd like to say hello to that might be listening? Ah, I'd like to say hello to my granny and he was in the green, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Sharon, say hello to Sharon and Nicola as well. I'm sure uh, Sharon will play this for her. So, uh, yeah, and I'd also like to say something to you. I'd like to thank you for, for this podcast. I think it's amazing. You know, Thanks, I had Robert. Derek Handy in the bar with his father a couple of years ago and we had a great chat. Yeah. And Derek said, you know, all the characters in Clara, somebody should record them and immortalise them, basically, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is what you've done, like, you know, it's fantastic. Thanks, Trevor. Appreciate that. And, also, I'd like to start a petition for uh, Danny Rabbit Part 2. Uh, I think it'll be a great season finale. Jeez, my father won't be happy with that, Trevor. Well, you can bring him in too. He can interview Danny. <laughs> but definitely, it could be a Danny Part 3 and a Part 4, probably. Oh, there you go. Trevor, thanks very much for joining us. And I suppose I want to say to you that a lot of people, Clara people go out there, you're very kind to them, very courteous and showing the way I know. The last time I was in America was 2011 on, on our honeymoon. Still married, by the way. Right. <laughs> I mean, oh, we went good. straight down to the perfect point and it was brilliant. You made us feel at home. Nah, that's good. Great, you know? That's good. So thanks for joining us, Trevor. Thanks for the chat. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me, Lloyd. And best of luck with everything, okay? Last but not least on the podcast is another Clara girl. Tammy Dunnigan, what's the story? And Lloyd, good morning. <laughs> what time is it there, Tammy? It's uh, what is it near one o'clock here? It's ten to eight in the morning oh, here, Lloyd. We got so you got me early. up early. Mm. <laughs> You're away for a few days, I seen were you? We were. We went to New Jersey, Crystal Springs. It was uh, our second trip, you know, after quarantined. So out. we try and find somewhere to go, bring Jamie to get out um, with as many restrictions as possible. I know, I know. So Tammy, tell everyone uh, whereabouts are you there in America? I'm actually in Blue Point, Long Island, which is about, well, depending on traffic, it's about an hour from the city. Nice part of the world there. Uh, it's lovely. We're by the water. My husband, Tom, now, 
grew up on the water on Long Island, so we're only a couple of blocks from the water. Very good. How long have you how long have you been in America in total, Tammy? Um, twenty two years. Right. No, twenty one. Sorry, I came over in ninety eight in July ninety eight, just for the three months. Um to Olive and Goosh and Trisha and Karen and Peter. Yeah. And I ended up meeting a woman, was introduced to a woman, and she was looking for a nanny. Right. So I worked with her for that summer for a few weeks and then went back home to Ireland in October. And then that February, which was 99, I think, she kept saying to me if I wanted to go back to work for her, she'd take me back. So I did. Brilliant. And I did people... nine and a half years with her. Fantastic. And the people you spoke about her are back home now. Everybody's back <laughs> home except Trusha. Yeah. But Trusha and De- De- Trisha and Declan still have a house here in Babylon. So they travel back and forth Brilliant. too. Will you ever come back, Tammy, do you think? A couple of years ago, I really thought about it. And I still think about it. I him and haw. What or which is the best thing? And now, of course, when you can't go home, when you're stuck here, then you feel like you want to go yeah. home more. Yeah, a lot of people but, said that, yeah. And I suppose now it's so easy to communicate now with, with uh, WhatsApp and Viber and Messenger yeah. like we're on now. Yeah, I'd be lost without Viber. I'm in a group text with all the family and that's a, a great way to communicate. But when you can't, I usually go home every summer with Jamie and we spend at least a month at home. So this year was tough not being able to go yeah, home. I can imagine so, yeah. Is there, yeah. A big, is there a big Clara community where you are? No, there's just me. <laughs> <laughs> You're flying the flag. You know, I first came, I lived in Manhattan and I would go up to, to Yonkers a lot with Emer and Emer Keenan at the time and Barry Kelly. Yeah. And it was lovely because you felt like you were back at home. But Yeah, there's that bit of support there, isn't there? Anything? Else? Yeah, yeah. And when you went to the pub on, on a Friday or Saturday night up in... JP Clark, sure, you might as well have been in White, sir. Yeah. So, like, you have your own family there now, your husband Tom and your son Jamie. Yeah, that's so it. Just, two, just American, the one. two American guys and one girl from Clark. Yeah, yeah. I do tell Jamie he's half Irish, but he says he's fully American. <laughs> <laughs> does he like Clara when he comes over? He does. He does. He loves it. Mm. He loves the freedom and the cousins. He's a lot more cousins his age over here. Tom's the youngest of seven. So his family's, they're all older. The kids are all older. So he doesn't really have any cousins here that are his age or... So just tell people about your family back home here and where did you move from? I was actually born in London. My mammy and daddy, Lenny and Joe, um, moved to England. Back then, you know, lots of people emigrated Mm -hmm. for work. Myself and Trevor were actually born in England and I was born in 71 and then we moved back to Ireland in 74 and we lived up in Strahan's up in the new road, the attached house with the toilet outside. Very good. That was a bit of a rude awakening, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, but actually it was great memories yeah. up there. Yeah. And then when Beachmount was, was built, we, we lived in number 10 for years. And then Mammy and Daddy built up in Ahamore. Brilliant. So just Trevor's in Tullamore and Debbie and Jemima are still in Clara. Like, what did your family say when you told them you were immigrating? Was it probably... Not new to them after coming back from England and that, or did they mind too much? Uh, they did a little at, at the beginning, but then when they met the family I was working for, they, they, they actually were very happy. Yeah. But the family I was working for were, were like family, you know, so they saw the situation, they saw where I was living, and that kind of put their mind at ease then. So what's your working life like now, Tammy? Or? Not working at the moment because of COVID. Yeah. And so I'm at home with Jamie. 
because there was no school and then there was no camps. And usually Debbie comes over to visit me every summer yeah. to do some babysitting while I work. And this year, of course, she couldn't come over. Yeah, it's strange times, isn't it? Yeah, uh, definitely different. Uh, Trevor was supposed to come this year and Jemima and that was all right. put aside. So what are and I have the... Jamie here now. If Yeah, Jamie there. To say hello to Nanny oh, and Granddad. Great. Yeah, put yeah. Jamie on. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Jamie. How are you? Good. Hello from Ireland. I live very near your granny's house. Would you like to say hello to any of them? Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, Nanny. Hi, Granddad. Hope you're doing well. Brilliant. What age are you, Jamie? I am 10, turning 11 in three months. Very good. I'm turning 40 this week, so you have a bit to catch up on me, yeah. <laughs> What's it like? Um, you're off from school a while, Jamie, yeah? Yeah, we're going to see a movie with my whole class, like at the back of a fire department across from the school. We're going to watch a movie. Fantastic. So you and get to see all your friends again. Yeah. Brilliant. Are you looking forward to going back to school? I'm going into middle school, so I'm not going to be in the same school. And there's two separate teams. One's blue and gold because that's our school colours. Brilliant. So best of luck to you, Jamie, in your new school. And your granny and granddad will be delighted to settle out to them. Okay. Thanks, Jamie. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Good man. That's very very important. <laughs> Nearly 11, he said. Yeah. yeah. They, always, they always have to add that in. There. I'm nearly 40, but I leave out the nearly. I'm still 39. <laughs> I wish you get to my age. You don't even like to say So tell me, like, when you think of Clara, apart from your family, what's some of the things you miss when you think of the town? Uh, the one thing I really do miss, and I always say it to people here, is not having to schedule to go to visit somebody. Yeah. Like I could be walking from Mammy's downtown or from Mammy's over to Debbie's. And if I meet Anna arriving to bring you in for a cup of tea and a chat. Yeah. You know, those sort of things. To, I could have I end up, when I go home and I go for a walk, I could end up having three cups of tea because yeah. I'd be brought into three different yeah. houses, you yeah, know. I know, yeah. It's hard to get yeah. home. <laughs> and I miss the friends and family, of of yeah. course. So, like, if there was someone heading out there today, like you did uh, so many years ago, what what advice would you give them? Oh, it's, it's just different now. It's It's definitely a little harder, I think to come out here with the circumstances but also with the restrictions with Trump and it's a little harder I think. Now I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I would say if you have friends or family to reach out to before you come out yeah. and somewhere to stay when you first get here. Yeah. Whether it's a friend or a family from back home. Yeah, I definitely did the J one. Give it a go, see how you like it. And but if you have family or friends around you or even if they're not family or friends, they're just somebody from home that maybe you know, I get sometimes like somebody will say their son is coming, but yeah. they were my age, you right. know, and their son might be coming over. Then I would say, you know, tell them to come to me or tell them to reach out to me when they're here. Yeah, very good. Very important to have that when you go out. Somebody. Yeah, definitely, Brilliant. definitely. So, Tammy, is there anyone you'd like to say hello to back here? Oh, of course, Mammy and Daddy and Debbie and Trevor and Jemima and all the family, all the friends. Very sad not been home this year, but... You know, we'll have a bigger celebration, hopefully Christmas, but that's not even looking good. We'll we'll have to keep the faith. Tammy Donegan, now hand, of course. So thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thank you very much, Lloyd. And just, Lloyd, I have to say thanks a million for doing the podcast because, like I said before, not being able to go home this year and just being able to hear all the the voices and the stories and brings back all the memories just get you through, you know, the times like this. So keep it up. And I'm sure you have plenty lined up. 
you're very welcome. Hope to see you at Christmas. Take care of yourself. Uh, thanks, Lloyd. Bye. That's it, everyone. Really hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Don't forget you can check out all the social channels and all that sort of stuff and get the older podcasts as well. We'll see you next week. Thanks a million. This podcast is brought to you by the Mill Baron Restaurant Clara. Frank, Gillian and staff would like to thank you for the continued support. Food served 12 to 8 weekdays and 12 to 6 on Sundays. We look forward to seeing you all back at the Mill Baron Restaurant very soon. You just listened to What's the Story with Lloyd Bracken. Check out all our social channels for info on new episodes. Oh, and thanks for listening. On the Town.